What's up, bikers? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar Podcast live stream, episode 116. Today's guest, Bentonville, Bentonville. Let's see if I can screw that up three times already. Bentonville Bike Fest. There we go. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but I said it. It is 8 a.m. today. This is one of the this not one of this is the earliest biker bar. We the bar's never been open this early, but it's once again another international um live stream so hey you got to do what you got to do make time zones work and this is what we're doing today so anyways i want to thank everybody that is a patreon member you guys are keeping the channel going i really appreciate it if it isn't for if it wasn't for you guys i wouldn't have the uh the funding that i need to keep going and that's whether that's motivation whether that is beer in the beer fridge whether that is new camera gear microphones bike parts, whatever it is. I really appreciate all you guys out there. You can join up for like a buck, a buck a month. You can get access to some of the coupons that I have for different vendors that I've had or different uh, companies I've had on the show. You can also get a sticker pack. If you want to pay like five bucks a month, get a handwritten letter. And uh, you can also just rest assured that the show will keep going on just because you're, you're there helping support it. It really means a lot. It does. Just recently, you know, I was looking at some of them. There's a 25% discount code for hand up gloves. There's a 25% discount or a 20% discount for Project 321 hubs. So you're getting a $600 set of hubs. You're going to save like 100 bucks for what? You know, <laughs> just helping this channel out. So go ahead and think about that. It would mean a lot to me. If you want to do something for free, swing by my Instagram or my Facebook at BikerB1. Give me a follow over there. Seeing those numbers, it helps. Thumbs up if you're enjoying the show as you're watching it or maybe subscribe that watching that number grow it helps me as well so always a good time when when that is happening when i'm looking and seeing that going on so today's guest is gonna they, they have a short time frame so we're gonna shoot for an hour and i'm gonna go ahead and bring them back on right now but before i do that i want you guys to remember one thing please please swing by the Facebook and the Instagram and give me a follow. I'm serious. It's not that hard. And it's a bunch of free content. You get to see what's going on on a regular basis. Anyways, I'm going to bring them back on here. All right. How's it going? Oh, wait. I got to do this again. Hang on. I got to do this again. Take down. I got to I gotta bring them on in the right order. See, you guys that aren't, aren't watching, you don't get to see this, this shit show that I'm doing right now. This is what happens when I just drank my coffee. So, good morning, Jesse. Good morning, Kenny. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. I am definitely just getting getting going. But it, I, I before I walked out here, I said to the lady, I was like, man, I got to get fired up like it's 5 p.m. and not 8 a.m. And well, actually 7 because the time changed last night, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, if um, Jesse, if you could give a little intro on who you are and um, what it, what, how, how it is that you got into this, and then we'll do the same thing with Kenny, just so uh, people can kind of the people that are listening can understand who's who. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jesse Hurd. Um, I've been working with Kenny on Bentonville Bike Fest. Uh, this is our second year working on this together. My background prior to Bentonville Bike Fest was um, other festivals usually retailer-backed festivals. So the Bentonville Film Festival with Walmart and the Kroger Wellness Experience with Kroger. Um, before that, I did work uh, in the retail space and have a background with CPG product companies and experiential marketing. 
Um, I'm also prior service army. Uh, so I like, to, I, I like to call my background um, well-rounded. Uh, yeah, but I did, uh, I met up with Kenny on the Bentonville Film Festival in 2019. He was working an event or his own event called Women Shred. And it was kind of partnered alongside the film festival. So I helped him kind of coordinate that effort. And, um, you know, that was really one of the first experiences that I personally had seeing the the bike boom in Bentonville, especially with women. Um, I was kind of caught off guard, honestly, like, where did all these women come from on all these bikes? This is really cool. Um, so it definitely caught my attention. And uh, then Kenny and I reconnected in October of 2020, where I got to hear about his vision for Bentonville Bike Fest and taking what was women's shred and turning it into a much larger, all-inclusive, all styles of riding event. And I just got really excited about it. So I kind of chased him down and uh, asked him if I could help. And here we are heading into year two, um, bigger and better, doubling in size. And it's only going to continue to grow. So I'm just really excited to be part of it. That's super exciting. How about you, Kenny? Uh, yeah, I'm a Kenny. I'm from Belgium. I'm a trials rider. Uh, I've been doing that for 30 years. And uh, yeah, I've been privileged to see the whole world through my, through my, uh, you know, through the eyes and on my bicycle. Uh, it's, uh, it's been an amazing journey so far. And uh, the role that I had from, you know, producing my own stunts and being my own manager um, now translates itself into the Bentonville Bike Fest. It's where uh, I learned a lot. I've seen a lot. I've been all over the world, uh, seeing all these cool events and being part of all these cool events, and uh, you know, front stage, backstage, and um, bringing all that uh, that I know and that I've seen to Bentonville into the Bentonville Bike Fest is. Uh, it's been the last two years been really hectic, and in, in, you know, trying to split my time be between being an athlete and uh, an organizer, but. Uh, with uh, with Jesse on board and also John, who's from Oklahoma, we managed to put a, a really small but really effective team together, and uh, bringing all the stoke and and you know excitement to Bentonville. Um, so that's basically it. Uh, just uh, I am a trials yeah. rider slash organizer, and that's uh, that's it. Yeah. So what brought so so there where was this smaller women's event going on already? Yeah. What brought on the idea of like? Okay, let's 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 like key this up a few notches. Um, so I, um, yeah, the women event was great, and uh, because they already have a big uh, women uh, focused group in Bentonville, which is the Women of Oz, I didn't see really that it made a lot of sense to have another big uh, cycling event around and for women. Um, so I thought, you know, I, I I'm, I'm I'm also a man, so it makes more sense to you know not do a women event anymore. Uh, we still have women shred during bike fest, but it just makes more sense to do something that's really more my DNA, which is entertainment and shows and trials and flatline and dirt, and um, you know, bringing like a, a sea otter vibe to Bentonville and uh, the city and the foundation like the idea, and that's where um, you know it, it was like before the before Bentonville got famous, let's say. So mm -hmm. it all like came came together at the right time in the right place and uh that's kind of where the idea came from right right so um how, how do you how do you guys go about getting that started then so you're like hey how do you take from an idea to actually moving forward on something um 
Yeah, it's hard. That's that. Like everything I do is just that gut feeling where you you think it's a great idea and then you go for it and you don't you you know you 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 risk all the money and and the effort and you just go for it and you work with the right people and that's that's my team there. The like Jesse named it. The I'll be your boots on the ground. I was like, okay, I I I can use that because <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. traveling so much. So you know, working with the right people, making it happen, selling the vision, the idea to the sponsor in the right time in the right place. And uh, I mean, I've been I've been studying the area for, let's say, 10 years. So I know it's not just a, a lucky shot. I, I knew what the area needed from visiting, from seeing it. Um, I, I could see the, the vision of the, the Family Foundation way before, you know, when they talked to me about it. I, I was trying to sell this idea for like 10 years ago already to uh, big bike brands. And they were like the first idea. The first response was like, we don't want anything to do with with Walmart. That's gonna destroy our brand. And now today yeah. we have oh, we got plus hundred brands joining, uh, and want they want to be in Bentville right now. So you know, it's just it was a, a mix of uh, experience and and uh, perseverance and 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 you know trusting and working with the right people and never quit and never give up. And until today, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. uh, either not Jesse, not myself, not John. We don't give up. We believe in the vision. We we keep going, and we and that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to Bentonville, but everything that I've seen is that there's a a, a high concentration of trails immediately from from the downtown area, and basically, like you can you can hit trails from almost anywhere that you're at. And um, although Sea Otter is a great event in my opinion, they're the riding sucks. Like, like, unless you're trying to be in a race, there's like you, if you want to ride something actually fun, you're going to get in your car and drive back to like Santa Cruz or something like that. And I really enjoy the Sedona mountain bike festival because it's in a place like, like Bentonville where you can ride from the fest. You can go take a drive from the fest, but you can ride from the fest like directly from talking to somebody to being on a trail that's really fun and i think that's what makes the sedona mountain bike festival so unique and i would imagine that that what you guys are doing is a similar format to that and i think that's probably what would make it in my eyes like extremely successful yeah i mean we had pro athletes last year saying that exact same thing if you go and follow you know, Dylan Stark, watch one of his videos and you see him riding through downtown Bentonville from the Airbnb we had him stay at, you know, to the festival grounds, then to Slaughter Pin Trail System. And the whole time he's like, I wish I lived here. The culture here is just all bike. You know, you can just, you have that urban feel. You've got, you know, state-of-the-art restaurants, museums, like all this culture, right? Downtown, and everything feels brand new. It's beautiful. It's clean. It has a small town feel. You've got the best coffee in the world. And then you, you know, take off down the best trail system in the world. Um, the infrastructure here is just incredible. And I think that's exactly, you know, Kenny saw that, that vision long ago and it's only continued to grow. We now have well over 500 miles of single track trails just in this one concentrated area and it's just expanding. And now with the greenway that connects, you know, Bentonville to Bella Vista you can come to Bentonville, stay downtown and ride for days. You'll never see it all. You There's just too much. You have to come back. And 
come back and come back. <laughs> it's just, and that's exactly, you know, when we couple all of that with an event that includes entertainment, food, beer, you know, everybody's on bikes. And if you're not on bikes, you're still there having an awesome time because there is live music and there's so much to see and watch and then add families to it. You know, we've got Strider Cup. We have Buddy Pegs with a huge kids activation. We're adding more and more kids programming this year. Um, you know, then you have something for absolutely everyone. So it really is, you know, if you have one event to choose the entire year, it's got to be Bentonville Bike Fest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you guys charge an entrance fee for people to get in? It's free. It's free. So that's another thing that I think is is awesome about Sedona is you can pay and that gives you access to the the um, demo bikes and the shuttles that they offer. And I think you get like a shirt and a beer mug or something our, like that. Our demo bikes are free too. Oh, that's awesome. Free. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so, so you guys like financially are, are running on what Spot the vendors are paying to, to be there then. And, more, more so the sponsors. Um, yeah. The the cost for an exhibitor booth is is minimum. So it's that's still pretty low then. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that. I mean, that that makes it even more inclusive. You know, that it's it's that much easier for people to come to. So if they're looking at traveling, like let's say somebody like me who's going to get on a plane and fly their bike there and then pay for an Airbnb or whatever, um, to then have to pay on top of it to get into the event, it's like it just starts ticking it up. You know where. Um, I don't know, let's just say somebody going to Sea Otter, for example, I mean, they could end up being a $1,500 trip, you know, where you're like, that's not a quick weekend. <laughs> no, and, and I think on top of that, you know, what we provide to our sponsors, because Kenny decided to go all in with pro athletes, and it makes so much sense, right? We bring in, you know, big name pros, incredible talent. Um, these folks are not only out and about at our festival, they're riding the trails, they're conducting clinics, they're, you know, endorsing some of the, some of the brands and the content that we put out. So you've got a lot of value there for the sponsors, but you have even that much more to drive you to the festival. Like where, where else do you get to go and ride alongside Carson Storch? Where yeah. else do you get to go and actually meet Kyle Strait? You know, there's just, it's just incredible to have all this talent, you know, at one place where you can actually meet and engage and see, athletes that you've been following for years yeah yeah totally that i mean and that that's that's the fun of going to these type of events you know is just really being able to to like rub elbows with you know people that you only see on youtube or yeah. in the magazine or whatever and that that's that's super rad um before the show jesse you were telling me that you, you you're from bentonville and that that you used to work for walmart and i i'm wondering what was the perception of the city when the 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 bike idea kind of came to town? Like, was I mean, obviously the city was behind it because it happened, but like, was the vibe around town like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, I think it took a little bit for people, you know, overall to really understand what was happening. To be honest, because you know, on a day-to-day -day normal, you know, commute from home to work around, you know, just around town, office meetings, lunch meetings, you don't necessarily realize early on that it's, that it's becoming this bike mecca because the trail building is happening right along the outskirts, right? So I still hit trails today that I'm like, oh, when did they put this here? Because you don't necessarily see it while it's happening. 
Um, But then when you do start, you know, we had fat tire bike shop popped up and then you had Mojo cycling pop up. And so as these bike shops started to, you know, arrive and then you see more bikes around town and people commuting on bikes, you start to catch on. There's something a little bit more going on here. Um, And then it really was just, I think, in the last two years um, you know, that the, the Family Foundation is, has been calling this Bentonville, you know, mountain bike capital of the world and Oz Trails, you know, hit this big time, uh, you know, momentum and then Women of Oz, like Kenny mentioned. So it really took a little while. All of this back end work was happening behind the scenes that I don't think all of us really recognize as locals. Um, but then, of course, now you have so, like the, the audience here. I think probably is 50% out of towners folks that have moved here for biking at this point. It's just incredible. Every time I hit the trails, I'm talking to someone who's new, just moved here or is visiting and and shopping for jobs because they're going to move here. We just had a pro athlete move to town. Annika Beerton is now based in Bentonville. You've got backyard shredder him and he, he and his family just moved here. Like all of these incredible names and influencers are now making Bentonville their home base because of, you know, the access, because of the trails and all the opportunity around biking. Yeah. I, I, I can, I can, I can totally understand how, how that, how that kind of falls into place. Kenny, I'm assuming like, since you've been traveling around uh, as a, a, a rider, you had the option to look at a lot of different places. Like what drew yeah. you to Bentonville? Because, well, I mean, first of all, mountain bike capital of the world, that's a really bold statement, you know, especially from like Arkansas, like nobody, like nobody knows who Arkansas was like five years ago, especially yeah. when it comes to mountain biking. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's in 2013, I visited the place. They hired me to do a demo in the 21C Hotel, which is right downtown. And I was riding for GT bicycles and the guys at GT were saying, oh, man, you're going to a weird place. You're going to, you know, this is going to be the worst trip because I was in California and like uh, Niagara Falls. And and the next stop was uh, Bentonville, Arkansas. So they were making fun of me. (laughs) I got there. I got there to the place and I was like, this place is actually pretty amazing. This hotel is like five star worthy. You know, it's like I had a good time at the party. I was doing like a show at the pajama party. (laughs) with the Waltons and I was like oh this is this is a cool place and then they told me about the uh, vision for the bike uh, the bike boom and they said we want to make this a worldwide mountain bike destination and I said I was riding it I was like man you know they had like 30 miles of trails it was like I don't I, I didn't see how you know how they were going to do it and then I uh, I came back five years later I was kind of in my retirement phase for trials competitions and i was like okay i gotta commercialize a little bit my my efforts and i wanted to do more and more nba halftime shows and like those you know the cool trial shows which are way bigger in america than in europe and um actually it was tom walton who convinced me convinced me to say no no don't go to don't go to boulder you know that's that was my first idea i want to set camp there and and have because i had a lot of friends there because he said come to bentonville and I was like, I don't know, man. So I, I visited the place. He invited me. I coached him. And he showed me all the development they've done in those five years that I didn't visit it. And I was like, man, this is next level. Like, I, I, 
like in 2013, I didn't realize the funding they could, they had for biking. And I, w- I was seeing what they were doing and he explained me what they were still going to do. And I was like, okay, this is next level. This is something I have never seen before in the world because to get approvals from a city uh, somewhere, you know, to build a, just one trail takes you like probably half a year to get approval. If you're lucky that you're talking to the right person in the city who will approve it eventually. And, you know, today they have sometimes 120 trail builders on the trails, building trails, like all year round. So I immediately knew that the statement of mountain bike capital of the world was no joke. And uh, that's, you know, that's what I liked about it. And it's not only that, it's just because the people believed in my vision that I could like bring value to the the area. And for me, that was really, um, um, yeah, from a high uh, personal value because uh, I like it when people believe in your, in you or in your, in your vision mm-hmm. and that they say, okay, we, we see what you, you can do. Um, come here and, and show and prove it to us, you know, and just that challenge, like pushed me so much to really prove them that um, we can put something together really nice. And uh, I think Bentonville bike fest is a result of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's amazing like what they've done there to, to be honest. And I, yeah. I feel like it's, it's also like, it shows like how valuable that bike industry is that it could take a, a city and, and add so much value to it. If you embrace it. Oh yeah. You know, in California, they don't, they don't em- embrace biking. It's, it's really weird. Like mountain biking was essentially started out here and and marin county like where you know the the birth of like downhill mountain bike racing like you basically can ride on some some fire roads and that's about it legally you know and uh, it's really um it's sad to see that more cities aren't actually doing like what what what's happening in bentonville like like i mentioned earlier santa cruz there there is like people are flying from all over the place to come and ride there and they like are writing tickets for people instead of like embracing it and being like, really? Hey, like this, this is, this is rad. You guys are coming here. I mean, I, I would imagine they're probably stimulated over a million dollars or a couple million dollars, like every weekend from people that are just coming there to ride bikes, you know? No, in, uh, in Arkansas, in Bentonville, there was a study in 2018 to see how much, uh, economical, uh, impact it had on the uh you know on the economy in bentonville it was 137 million uh just in uh you know in 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 sales and in bike parts and in bike shop and and also the the health of people uh, improved why they needed less medical uh health care and things like that so and um i think uh california is shooting himself in the food as well i think correct me if i'm wrong but i think they still don't allow e-bikes on uh trails uh, it depends um, on what trail system. Yeah. But. Okay. But in Bentonville, it's all, they get it. They're like, oh, no, e-bikes are the future. Just come. Yeah. So we, we get a lot of vendors now. They're like, first question is like, can we have e-bikes? And it's like, oh, yeah. And they're like, okay, we're coming. 30 yeah. by 30 uh, booth. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the the big downside to Sedona is that there's no no e-bikes there. And um, See? <laughs> I don't know why, like, it, like, I mean, Doesn't we could sense. have a whole podcast talking about the, the whole religion of e-bikes versus no e-bikes. So, but, <clears throat> excuse me, but I think that's a really, that's a good leg up to have an event that you can have that, that at, because 
I don't care. I mean, there's so many people that are going to be like, no, screw the e-bike or whatever. But at the end of the day, that's it's it's happening. It's going to continue to happen. Honestly, is the future. Yeah, yeah it, it's 100%. There, there, there will be a day when, when everybody either is riding an e-bike or you have a, an e-bike, you can't tell the difference between it and a regular bike. Yeah. Or um, I know um, one of my friends, ha- he said his riding buddy has an a e-road bike that the battery and the motor is all one piece and you can like take it out and it's a regular analog bike or you can put it in and then it's an e-bike and it's like that's amazing i could i could see the mountain bike industry getting to that and then it's like wow like yeah you you don't have to have two bikes you know actually saw some technology when we were at sea otter and i think i'm working on getting them to come to bike fest but they have an attachment that makes any analog bike an e-bike is that the one that hooks up to the brake yes yeah, yeah. I, I I ran into them yeah. and uh, that was really interesting. It was really interesting, like design. Really interesting. And- I, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm a fan per se, but I think it's the fact that people are trying these things and that you know you, there's an idea out there that potentially you can you know have a bike that is bike capable and analog is pretty neat. Right. And that's right. one of the things that we really you know I'm really excited about bringing to Bentonville. In fact, speaking of e-bikes, you know we will I can't say which brand yet, but there's an e-bike. Uh, product being launched at our festival this year oh, right. nice. so we'll have a yeah <laughs> what well, can nationally that's like a national campaign national yeah. launch first ever unveiling of an e-bike at our festival which is incredible yeah. well that's yeah. super exciting yeah no but um, so tell me about your first event like last i think so you, this is your second year right yes i'm sure like coming down to like the wire things were you're like just going crazy right so well, like how did, how did that play out let's start with the fact that kenny and i started pitching this to brands in november of 2020 <laughs> so after after canceling it the first year that yeah. i was on my own in 2020 trying to sell it and then i i had this big vision of having of doing what we have what we already doing but in then covid hit and I was kind of happy <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, man, you know, and that's then that's when we, we started working together in 2021, you know, well, actually November 2020. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. the event uh, in uh, June 21. Yeah. Well, and at the time, you know, when we started making I mean, making phone calls, right, we're sending emails, you know, pitching the concept you know, we get brands on the phone and, and at the time, you know, November, there was there were basically two responses um, that was either, hey, we'd love to come, but we don't have a fleet of bikes. So yeah. sorry. Right. <laughs> or um, or, hey, we have a fleet of bikes, but we're under corporate travel restrictions. So we can't we can't come. Uh, yeah. so that was that made it really challenging, um, you know, but by February, you know, and, and Kenny and I just we continued just to hit the street, you know, every single day. It, we we knew what we were capable of creating and and we weren't going to let anything stop us, I think is really the mentality. So mm-hmm. we, um, you know, by by February, March of 21, 
you know, all of those brands that, you know, maybe at the time back in November, you know, didn't have a fleet or didn't weren't able to travel things. The world started to open up again. Supply chain was barely getting, you know, any momentum back at all. And so, you know, we had we had brands come through and, and uh, you know, I thought that we were going to be lucky to have around 10,000 people at the festival. And we were we were going, you know, really pushing for that number. And we ended up with over 16,000 people in attendance. Nice. Um, so by the time June got here, you know, it, like you said, it was kind of a scramble, um, you know, May. And uh, to be you know, honest, I think we ended up with more brands, more people and more events than we initially planned. So mm -hmm. the, it was like a snowball effect. Once we once we really started getting after it, the, the event got bigger and bigger and bigger. So we continuously kind of had to, you know, redo the footprint. Kenny probably redid that footprint i don't know 80 times yeah. um you know then you, and then you're scrambling for electricity and then you know the stage has to be you know there's just it was it was a lot of fun um and we did i think an incredible job so much so that every brand that was there last year and uh you know all the exhibitors that were with us last year have already committed you know to coming back and they want bigger space actually so uh, mm -hmm. plus a lot of new you know i think the the folks that you know, were interested but couldn't make it happen are now, you know, calling us saying, we got to get in there. We need to be there this year. So that's that's an incredible feeling to have. Yeah. Yeah. So how many how many uh, vendors did you end up having at the first one? At 70 last 70. year. So, so it's a pretty all... big event. I mean, it, I mean, we're at, so, we're at 100 yeah. now. Yeah. 100 vendors now already and still getting daily interest. So it's it's growing still, yeah. And it's not only that; they're they're bringing bigger boots. It's like last year they came by what a ten by ten, and today like Mobile One is gonna is like our presenting partner. They're like, no, 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 we gotta bring more than just one boot, and plus this and plus that. So I'm uh, I'm gonna start build. I, I ordered a new uh, drone shot already, Jesse. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start building the footprint, and it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna look pretty pretty big. So where is it, what where does this happen? I mean, Sedona Mountain Bike Festival is like basically in a parking lot, you know. Like where where are you, like it sounds like for the <laughs> amount of vendors that you have, I mean, you're you're breaking into needing a space huge like 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 Sea Otter is. You we know? will we will max out the space that we have this year, no doubt. Um, but we we have a pretty a pretty great spot, you know, right in the center of Bentonville. And it is a gravel lot with some, you know, kind of grassy areas on the outskirts. The beauty of it is that it it's right next to um, a place called 8th Street Market. So there's restaurants, there's beer, there's parking. That connects to the Momentary, which is one of the, the best, newest, hottest museums in town. Um, and all the way around our, our lot is a greenway, um, you know, bike-friendly greenway that connects to every other part of town, basically. So mm -hmm. if Airbnb or staying in a hotel, um, you know, in Bentonville, you can get to where we are by bike or, you know, walking, um, you know, and it connects to downtown, the trail system that drops in at Slaughter Pen. It, I mean, there's just basically perfect access where we are at, but it is, um, you know, going to be probably pretty quickly outgrown and we will be a little bit tight this year <laughs> to mm -hmm. make it, make it all fit. Um, so, and it's also a, a very, um, you know, important intersection in town. So 8th Street is an intersection of 8th Street and J Street. 8th Street is actually the street that the Walmart home office is on currently. Mm -hmm. And J Street, right next to or across the street from our lot, 
is where the new Walmart headquarters is being built. So we're just right on a main thoroughfare and it's a, you know, it's a great place to be really from an accessibility standpoint. So how do people get there? Um, they, what, what airport would they fly into? XNA. And that is in? It's in Highville, but it says Fayetteville. <laughs> yeah. So how far away is that? Uh, Arkansas, it says, right? Fayetteville. It's, yeah. it's a 15-minute drive from from our, our festival location. In so it's really easy. close. It's not yeah, like you're flying in an hour away. Oh, no. no. And it, it's interesting. I always wonder what what individuals think. And I used to wonder all the time what, you know, uh, you know, executives would think when they would fly in to visit with, you know, a Walmart team, because you there's you don't see a lot other than trees. And right when you fly over, you just it's kind of there's some chicken houses and some trees and you kind of wonder where it, where am I flying into? And <laughs> uh, But no, it's, it's really, really close. It's an easy drive. And we recommend, uh, you know, an, an Uber from there. It's very uh, easy to do. And then when you're downtown, you don't you, know, you can walk and bike everywhere you go from there. Is there like camping in the area that people can do that that don't want to go pay the extra money or yeah, enjoy being outside? Yeah, <laughs> there are a couple uh, very, very nearby campgrounds. So Kohler, C-O-L-E-R, Kohler mm -hmm. Mountain Bike Preserve is one of the the more premium spaces. Um, they have It's an incredible uh, mountain bike park, basically. They have camping there. And then just north of Bentonville, also uh, rideable distance is an area called Blowing Springs. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a great campground there as well and surrounded by, you know, 20 miles of trails. So, so, so what does the what does the user experience look like? Like you show up, you said that you guys have demos. Yeah. Um, yeah you have so some events going on, like what kind of things like some trials riding or can you explain that? Absolutely. So, so I think first and foremost, you know, check the schedule. Um, it's going to be posted in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, it really just depends on what you want to participate in to kind of frame your, your visit around each day. We have different, you know, kind of temple events, right? So there's an enduro race, there's a, a road cycling event. We now have gravel, we have different clinics. So if you, if you, you know, depending on what you're coming to do, if you just want to come and ride the trails and then shop the vendors, you know, it's kind of a free for all. Get there uh, for the opening kickoff on Friday. Experience the, you know, the the layout. Walk around, check things out. Um, but there's different shows throughout, so it's it's basically jam packed. The schedule there's really no room. Uh, there's no break. <laughs> we go nonstop um, between the the different events. So there are races that you can register for, and there are clinics that you can register for in advance. I think Kenny's going to release those on April 15th. Is that our? Yeah, that's when we release everything. But it's not only the racing. Uh, Bentville Bike Fest, and that's, you know, something I always, I've been booked for NBA halftime shows uh, in basketball where you're like, wait a minute, what, why a bike in a basketball game? Because it's all about entertainment, right? So mm -hmm. Bent, Bike Fest is also very heavily focusing on entertainment. So that's where the trials comes in, the flatland. And not only that, we also bringing in uh, the Flatland as a UCI uh, C1 Nationals, actually, um, for the first time ever, Flatland. is Because UCI recognized Flatland two or three years ago, but not in the U.S. yet. So it's going to happen for the first time at Bike Fest. And the same thing for Trials. I mean, Trials is very big in Europe. Uh, like, not the Danny McCaskill Trials, but the competition UCI Trials is very big in, in, in Europe. And that's something uh, I really want to push forward in the U.S. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's going to take some time for people to understand the rules and everything. And we did already a good job last year. And this year is going to be also a UCI C1 competition. So we're bringing in like 10 pros from Europe and really showing the, uh, the crowds what's possible on a bike. Uh, plus the dirt shows with Kyle Strait, Carson Storch, Mike Hucker, uh, Dylan Stark, and, and probably a lot more that we don't know that are coming yet. Um, plus all the races, like Jesse just explained. So yeah. it's a seeing and doing. I think what you said about the trials um, and trying to make that popular in the U.S. Um, I real that really like kind of like like warmed my heart to hear. And and the main reason I say that is you know I grew up in the eighties and uh, like BMX was, was King back then, you know? And the thing that was really cool about BMX is that you can like walk out your door and you could do it in your driveway or you could, you know, do it down your street or, or whatever it was. And it wasn't like mountain biking. A lot of times, unless you're fortunate enough to live in an area like Bentonville, you have to get in a car and drive for like 30 or 40 minutes to go where you're going to ride. And, um, I mean, yes, road biking is one that you can walk out your door and do, but I was, me personally, I'm biased. I I look at road biking, like running, you know, it's like great cardio, (laughs) but it's not super exciting. That's just me. I'm a mountain biker. I enjoy the adrenaline side of it. But I think like the, the trials thing though, is like young kids can see that and then be inspired and they can go out and they can try to, to jump over their trash can, or they can, you know, you, you can do that right outside your door and you can start building those basics with a bike that you could buy from walmart it doesn't matter you know what i mean it doesn't have to be a a thousand dollar piece of machinery or at this point up to you know twelve thousand dollars to really ride a a, a, a like high-end mountain bike so i think that it would be it would be a really good thing to see that grow and like see a sport like that take take its its hold on the u.s again I agree. It's been really big back in the days with Hans Ray and uh, Jeff Lenowski. And uh, I think even uh, it, it was even part of the X Games at one point. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It kind of died off. I don't know why. Um, it's weird. In Europe, it's picking up like like crazy. There's like here in Spain, we got five schools. Uh, each school has like 100 students. So it's really, really big here. Um, every World Cup we do here, it has like uh, 120 riders from 20 countries. And I'm like, come on, man, this is America. They like the cool stuff, you know? So (laughs) we got to bring it back. And um, that's one of the the visions. And actually, uh, what people don't know is that um, the uh, people that work for the Family Foundation, they used to set up trials events on the the downtown, on the square, like in the the 90s. So they were the same people like Chuck, Chuck Woods, who's bringing all the trial stuff. He used to set up trials courses 20 years ago. So it's, uh, and, and longer than that. So it's, uh, it's, it's uh, something that's been in Bentonville and that, the, that we want to keep and uh, we want to keep building on it. And also um, I keep saying it like trials is the base of the basics of every bike discipline. Um, the reason French uh, mountain bikers, whether it's downhill, cross country or whatever are so good and they win in all these world championships is because they have to buy, it's a rule from the French Federation, they have to do trials, downhill, cross country, all in one. And that's why they are such a, a good riders and uh, so talented and, and basically very technically skilled too. And um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that I did on a BMX as a kid, you know, you could today probably name it as some trial stuff, you know, and I think that that it, it's that same kind of thing is you really learn how to handle the bike and how to like control, yeah. how to control it, how, how to track stand, how to use your brakes that, that to do something. And, and those skills are really important. It's definitely something interesting in, in my time of like showing people how to ride bike. And, you know, it, it's, it's been inter interesting to meet somebody that's in their thirties. That's like, ah, I've never ridden bike. And to realize that all of the skills that you picked up as a kid that you completely take for granted. Like you think that that's just a natural instinct to do. And you're like, Oh, actually I learned that, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's it. <laughs> so what are you guys looking forward to on this event? That's going to make it different from last year. What do you think, Jesse? What are we going to do better? Everything the same like last year, but just uh, even better, you know, like run it, everything more smooth. Uh, no COVID. So it's going to be more, um, I think, easier for us to, to make things happen. Um, because last year I had a lot of travel restrictions. Let, let's say my team couldn't fly in to help me for the trial. So I was, I was doing a lot of things on my own and now the team is going to be bigger um but yeah i think uh, that's going to be better and for the we like jesse already said we had the we have the road event with uh, rashan bahadi he's going to lead a road event uh we have we're adding a kits enduro so that's going to be new um like uh, the uci competitions under the uci flag everything now um better and bigger bands and then uh yeah jesse has a uh, surprising news with the with the sponsors i think yeah, no, I think so. You know, my my position is is wrapped all around you know uh, partners and experience. That's uh, my background, and that's what I'm most passionate about. So I think for this year, heading into year two, um, it's exactly that. the The experience is going to be bigger. It's going to be better. We've got more partners, bigger partners. Um, you know, so I think just the growth is what I'm most excited about. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can imagine it's kind of like like watching something blossom and and before like it's like your first year you plant this farm and then you, you go through a drought, you know, cuz covid just hit you guys or was like up against you and this year you're like all right, let's see like what can can really happen this year, you know. Well, exactly. Yeah. Now we have a story to tell, you know. So we got to head into this year with uh you know, instead of telling you know, partners, what we were going to do. And when they would say, well, what was it like last year? Well, we didn't have that story, you know, going into year one, it was, well, this is brand new. <laughs> we'll tell you, know, you got to see it. You have to come with us, join us. And then, you know, now we can actually tell that story. And, and it's a, a story that we're really proud of given, you know, the, the circumstances that we were up against. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think it's kind of like the light bulb went off, right. Or went on, um, after we were able to see last year be so successful that now all of the partners and all the other brands, people get it now. They understand that the benefits really are in there with the, you know, free entrance. It is all inclusive, all styles of riding. So there really is something for everyone. And, uh, and then when you have all of the brands that come in and support, you know, you do get to see that technology that, you know, you might not get to access if you're, you know, a, you know, riding in Nebraska or Kansas or Colorado, you know, this is a, an easy access point center of the U S where you get everything all in one spot. 
Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll admit that I initially thought it was a mountain bike festival, um, just because I know of all of the mountain bike biking yeah. in in Bentonville. And um, once I realized that it was, you know, road and gravel and trials and mountain biking, it's like, man, you guys are really building something special. And then you're reaching out and really. And really including the families and 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 kind of wrapping it up together like that, I I I can definitely say, at least to my knowledge, there's not another event that's doing that. You're exactly right. There's not. That's weird. why. That's why it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When everybody bought a PlayStation when I was a kid, I bought a Nintendo just to be different. <laughs> so when I see another event, I'm like, no, I don't want to be that. I want to be something different and do what you know what they don't do. That's adding that, be special. Like, it's um, it's also uh, riding for Red Bull is the same mentality, you know. Like, mm -hmm. how can you change your sport? Um, so every year, I gotta think, okay, how gotta change my sport? So like, how yeah. can we change events? Like, okay, make it free, premium. Uh, bring the big sponsors on board. And in the future, you know, it's not going to stop. We want to do live streaming. We want to go bigger. We're going to have World Cup events, trials, even Flatland. We want to keep growing and growing and growing. It's like, yeah. it's nonstop now. What's the weather like there? Hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in so June? That's what it'll oh. be like. Wasn't it, wasn't it your, your first event was pretty muddy, if I remember correctly? And uh, Women's Women Shred, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that, and that was in, uh, in May. Um, early to mid-May because it was paired up with the film festival that year. And, and that is, you know, kind of the end of the rainy season uh -huh. um, in Bentonville. So, so June, you know, we're, we're expecting 90 degrees, 80 to 90 degrees. Uh -huh. I will say that in 2021, that was kind of the talk of the town was actually how hot it was. It was unseasonably hot. <laughs> this last year you're like can it get any worse thanks it, a lot this is it was, it was interesting because it just landed you know this this heat wave right on our festival it was yeah. cooler before and it was cooler after it was just yeah so hot uh that weekend in june so uh fingers crossed this year it's the same weekend that we had it last year so um you know we're just you know hoping that the the weather is is uh, on our side yeah so um <clears throat> whenever whenever that i mean you, you just got to adapt and overcome right at the end of the day right there's there's not much that you can you can do no. when, with the weather so you, no, just, you, you do what you can rather it be hot than than a mud fest though right 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 you have an incredible niagara water is our water sponsor and uh, uh -huh. they're gonna keep everybody hydrated all weekend long so <laughs> uh we'll have more than enough water and then uh, also some Paps Blue Ribbon beer to, uh, to refresh everyone after their ride. So yeah, we're what's, in good shape. What's the timing like? Is it like eight in the morning till like how late at night? Because you said you yeah. have bands and stuff. Yeah, we kick off around eleven on the first day, and that's just to account for um, you know the fire marshal needing to walk through. So it's 10, 10 and eleven is usually the start time, and I'll have to check our schedule to to give you definite times. But um, so it's not super early; it gives everybody a chance to uh, ride in the morning if they want, and then come hang out. 
Um, but the, the festivities kick off, you know, 11 o'clock ish each day. And then, um, we go until about seven, eight o'clock at night. Okay. So a little later in the evening then, then most, but most of the other events I've been to, they're like wrapping up at like five. Yeah. No, we have live music. Um, we have a band playing. So, you know, there's still a little bit of a party in the evening and, and then, you know, if we have a beer garden and food in the center surrounding all the, the, yeah. so um, yeah, I really like that because that's one of those things that like, uh, and I keep bringing up Sedona cause that's, that's probably, that's my favorite event that I go to, but, um, there's so much more after it that, that the event could be monopolizing on, you know, yeah. and a lot of times it's like, you know, people ride all day, but then it's like, they're getting back, they're turning their demos and then they're like, get out of here, you know? And then there's like a bunch of people just standing around at certain tents. Like let's say Tasco, for example, they always have a great party going on at their tent. Yeah. And it's like everybody's standing around in the dark and everything's closed up and we're like still having a good time. It's like, why is this not part of this? You know, yeah. so to actually have it going into the evening and being like, like embracing that part is yeah. like, I, I feel like you guys are, are like hitting the ham, like the nail on the head, like over and over and over again with this. Yeah. And, and the whole town is behind us. You know, they are like starting to pop up, like we're getting emails like, Hey, can we do parties on Friday and Saturday? Yeah. Like, sure. Go, go for it. A lot of after like, parties. Yeah. An, yeah. There's so many bars and like bike oriented, like the hub and the peddler's pub in there. Like, you know, that's where people are going to hang out and, and continue the, the good times. How's yeah, the infrastructure for, for people to stay like is there plenty of hotels or is yeah. it going to be one of those things like if you don't get in now you might not get a place to stay um so there the really cool thing about bentonville is all of the airbnbs um we have it, again because this has become such an attractive area you know there are a lot of uh, properties owned by people who don't live here because they understand um, how attractive it is to come and visit and ride bikes so there you know that's one of my first recommendations is go ahead and get on airbnb now and start shopping you know gather your friends get a house right downtown shit you know split the cost and that's really the best way to go because you end up closer to all the action with an Airbnb than you do with um, a hotel. They're a little bit further out, but still mm -hmm. rideable distance. And there's really no shortage of hotels. Um, you know, luckily again, on the weekend that we fall, we're not competing with, you know, any graduation or anything like that. That's another, you know, part of why we are when we are. <laughs> so mm -hmm. um, we're kind of a standalone that weekend. So there should be, you know, relatively um, easy to find lodging. And it's Father's Day weekend, so everybody should, you know, give their dads a good treat and, you know, have them race. The kids can race and the women can ride bikes. And if she doesn't ride bikes, you can always visit the museum or, yeah. you know, make it a, a family trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that definitely definitely pulls it together there. You can't, you can't say no to dad if he's like, hey, it's Father's Day weekend. Yeah. They got to bring him. <laughs> So I um I I have done this little event that I call biker camp, um a, a few years that I would have some people get together and I I wanted to turn that into something bigger. What would be your advice to me on how to make that into like a real event, or somebody that's in another state or another city around here that's trying to make something happen like you guys are? Network. You just. Yeah. You've got, you just have to start talking about it. Talk about your vision and, and network and, and find like-minded individuals who have 
ideas. I think that's, you know, one of the things I can say about Kenny. And I think, you know, not only is he, you know, brilliant with the ideas and the, the vision for this, but he's been super open-minded and willing to go and, and find partners and to talk to people who also see that vision as well. So I think you just have to, to me, it's networking, but Kenny probably has additional <laughs> thoughts. No, that's what it is. You know, you gotta, you know, it's like, you got to know the right people and, and, and talk, talk to it about it and propose it and make sure that, you know, whatever you have in mind that they also get something out of it, whether it's a sponsor, a vendor, a city, uh, a media partner, you know, you just don't talk about what you want to get. You also talk about what can they get in return. And that's, I think that's key, you know, create win-win situations. And the most important thing that uh, is uh, very important to success is uh, being inclusive. Um, if you if you think if you think very um, like one direction is like okay, I only want to focus this type of riding bikes, for example. I mean, that's all. That's the only people you're gonna get. But if you if you if you you know you do it for everybody, for families, and also for the non-biking people, you know, you, yeah. you bring it mainstream. That's the thing we do. We bring it mainstream and that's how you get the brands excited. And when you get the brands excited, you got the funding. If you get the funding, you can get, uh, you can put a bigger event together because yeah. you know, in the end, that's what it's all about. So I yeah, think no, it totally makes sense. It's a whole circle of, um, you know, because whatever you do for, if you pull a bike, bike event together, you hundred percent, surely you're going to get the bikers there. So you always got to ask yourself the question, how do we get the, non-bikers and the potential bikers there so right that's what we do that's why we have the kids the families the entertainment uh if, if 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 somebody brings his his wife along to our festival she's gonna be amused and say oh let's go back next year because i had a good time the kid the kids were having fun uh, my, yeah. my husband was riding his bike and you know what i was just chilling in the beer garden and having a beer and watching a band so yeah, you know, that's that's what you want to do to make it. Yeah, or even the other way around nowadays, it's like the wife could be the rider trying to talk her husband into getting into yes. it. Yes, <laughs> especially <laughs> Bentonville. Jesse can echo that, but the amount of women riding bikes in Bentonville is just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's 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 uh, it's definitely it's definitely interesting to start seeing seeing it be a much more inclusive sport, and then like even I I even have a friend who her husband doesn't ride. And she rides all the time. And it's like, she's like, well, maybe if I get an e-bike, he'll ride that. You know? <laughs> like, so it, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. It's not, it's not just a boys club anymore. It's not just a, it's something that the entire family can do. And I think what exactly. you guys are doing is special and unique. I mean, I, I, I think anybody that listens to this podcast that isn't in, interested in packing up and heading over to Bentonville this summer, there's something wrong with them. Because you guys definitely are doing something like unique and different, and uh, it's it sounds it sounds awesome. I'm actually looking forward to going at this point. <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's really worth it. it. It honestly is. It's so exciting to be part of it. So, yes, reach out to us if you've got any questions. Let us yeah. know. We're and the most right. the most important part is like uh, you know if you stay for like say Friday uh, Thursday flying Friday Saturday Sunday you enjoy the festival. I would really recommend to stay a week longer because there's like so many trails, like a half an hour driving from Bentville, like um, uh, Mount Fitzgerald in Springdale or uh, Eureka, Eureka Springs, or it's not just Bentville. It's like 
you know, Mount Nebo. Uh, it's like crazy. The amount yeah. of riding in within an hour or two hour drive in, in Arkansas is just mind blowing. That or just come back every year and each year you come back, you can yeah. check out a new spot. Exactly. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you guys coming on to the show and uh, giving everybody a little bit of taste of what it what it sounded like to, to yeah. put it together and how it's growing and to showcase what you guys are offering. I think you guys are doing an amazing job. And um, I, once again, just definitely appreciate you guys both taking the time to jump on here and talk to me and, and, and all of the people that follow this. It's uh, it, it's it sounds like a great time. I can't wait to be on this podcast maybe a year from now and us talking about what it's going to be like next year and how much fun I had at the last one. So okay. definitely, if you guys are interested, check out BentonvilleBikeFest.com. They also have an Instagram and a Facebook page. You can check that out. Um, you can go just search Bentonville Bike Fest on YouTube, and there is a ton of videos up there by a bunch of different people, so you can get a, an idea of like how it was last year. Or if you're not familiar with Bentonville at all, and this is the first time you, you've been under a rock and you didn't know what's going on over there, just search Bentonville and mountain biking on YouTube, and you'll see a lot of great content and trails that or you will be stoked and you'll, you'll definitely be waiting like man i want to get over there as fast as i can so definitely give them a follow swing by their website and if you can do me a favor like i said at the beginning hit up my instagram i want to see that number grow <laughs> if you haven't already hit subscribe hit subscribe thumbs up if you enjoy this but there's one thing that you can do for free and i want you to remember it only takes a bike to be a biker get out and be one